You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode number eight, the hidden dangers of mold you can't see. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, All solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now let's get to the episode. We are back with another episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Today, we are talking about the hidden dangers of mold you can't see. Steve, so often people, um, they think that if they can't see visible mold, then there are no toxic mold issues in their home. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where could mold be hiding in their home? Uh, so I know it sounds vague, but it could be anywhere. It could be right in front of you in the dust on your desk. Yeah. Uh, that's something a lot of people don't think of, um, depending on... The mold type obviously would dictate the, I guess my point is is some mold types are heavier than others. So mold spores could be settled down into the dust, um, can be on the, on your baseboards you can't see, but the main thing is, uh, behind the walls. So you could maybe not even have any water damage in a bedroom and there could be a slow leak from, let's say the soffits. And it can be on the back side of that sheetrock, so it's between it's in the wall cavity. And that's obviously the most common place that that we see it is behind um behind the wall because it's dark and it's damp. But I just want to be clear, it could kind of be anywhere. It can be in the dust, it could be in the air that you can't see. The microns are so small that you can't see it. So I once saw an article that said something about mold in dryer vents, like washer and dryer. How does mold get into places like that? So kind of think of the the lint in the dryer vent as the same as just dust. The, the purpose of that vent, obviously, just like an exhaust fan, the vent for your dryer, the purpose of that is to take all the, the humidity out of the air and take it outside. So what obviously happens is, is depending on the quality of your dryer, 
the in, in this is the same way in the fan in your your bathroom the exhaust fan it it's sucking that air in there and then more or less it becomes the lint is just the big dust ball is what it is so you're always over time so you have the dust ball that has the mold spores in it then on top of that you're like i said the purpose of a of an exhaust fan in a bathroom is to reduce the humidity so you're always feeding it moisture and you're always going to have that lint in there so so speaking of that um like the exhaust fan in the bathrooms um you, you're it's pretty obvious you're not or i guess the way i want to word this is you're either running your shower too hot if your fan can't keep up and there's fog on the windows or you have too small of a fan so when it comes to that that's kind of an easy fix you know that you have an issue as far as dryer vents um one of the most common uh causes of home fires is it starts in the dryer vent so depending on the the style of ductwork you have and in companies we obviously don't do this but companies that know how to do what they're doing they can they go in and clean it and it can be even the flex duct that you think that you can't clean those ducts out so so as far as dryer vents it is very important to make sure that those are operating properly and the and the best way to know which is one of the common questions I get is, well, how do I know? Well, if you if you dry your clothes for an hour and they come out and they're still not working or not working, not drying properly, your your vent's not working properly, meaning it's plugged somewhere. So be very very aware of the cycles. With so if you let's just say you have to run it through two cycles to get your clothes dry, there's obviously something probably mm-hmm. wrong with it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now I'm thinking. Often people will, you know, if you go into a basement with mold, you can smell it. And so a lot of people think that if you can't smell mold in a room, then it's not an issue. Talk to me about the whole being able to smell mold. So so there's obviously different odors that you smell. Um, it's something we'll talk a little bit about a little later on, like old homes versus new homes. But just because you can't smell it doesn't mean it's not there. Um once again, mold is very complex. Different mold types are going to have different odors to them. Um, interestingly enough, people don't realize this, but mold, there's certain mold types that can have a urine smell to it. So you, oh. you think it's urine from, from pets, but it could be a mold. Um, but once again, if you, just because you can't smell it doesn't mean it's not there. So don't just naturally assume I can't smell it. I can't see it. So it's not a problem. And so, like I had mentioned earlier, old homes versus new homes. So there's, there's different smells. And ironically, I have a really good nose. It's not because I'm certified mold inspector, but I just have a good nose and it's crazy because I can, not all the time, I can walk into a home and go, yeah, there's mold here. That's a moldy smell. So you can tell it's mold. There's times you walk into a home and like I said, urine, it might smell like urine. So, it's kind of deceiving. There, you can't really go, oh, well, you know, it's a urine smell. It's from pets because it might not be from pets. And it, if you do believe it's from the pets, just remember what that can be doing to your subfloors. You could have mold issues in your subfloors. So one odor that, and, and this is where old homes versus new homes um, and, and vacant homes versus obviously people living in it, you can walk in and it could just be like a stagnant odor. If that makes sense. So it's kind of like a basement you walk into and you can just tell it's a smell that they just haven't, nobody's been there for a while and it's just been closed up. So, 
Um, that's why, you know, old homes versus new homes is something, obviously my second book is about old homes. And one thing you got to remember is an older home, if, if there's a minor leak, obviously is more prone to have a lot more mold issues versus a new home. You, you tend to not see that. Um, but one thing to keep in mind for our listeners is don't assume because your home is brand new that there's not mold issues. We've, we've found mold issues on brand new places and really old homes. So the age of the home really isn't, doesn't dictate whether there's a mold issue or not. So when you think about it, um, you mentioned, I heard you mentioned subfloors and behind sheetrock. Where are some other places that mold hides? Um, so obviously in the attic in between, and, and you can't see it, this is the hidden dangers of mold, is it's going to be between the ceiling and the insulation. So your insulation's covering it up. So it can be there. It could be right there on your subroof above it if there's improper ventilation in an attic. It can be carpet. Carpet it loves. Carpet and pad. So it can be below your carpet. It could be below the pad. Um, which obviously below that's your subfloor. Um, there's numerous places, crawl spaces, uh, up in between the joists. It, mold has many, many areas it loves to grow in. And I know we covered this in an earlier podcast, but for the most part, the, the most common areas, in my opinion, is a bathroom or a mechanical room. And on top of that, uh, underneath kitchens on the, in, underneath the sink, not underneath the kitchen, but underneath the kitchen sink, you have that cabinet floor. That's very common to find mold there. And a reason you we see a lot of mold there is most people, like us, we have a bunch of stuff underneath our sink, so we don't really pay attention to what's going on below there. So when somebody's thinking about all the places that mold could hide, what do you suggest they do to investigate that? Well, just like anything else, um, you know, I know we've talked about the check engine light on a car. I mean, your home is your biggest investment. So when something, your water pressure isn't working or when something smells, uh, there's an odor that you don't know what it is. Uh, there's sheetrock cracks. It could be numerous things. But when, when, when there's a sign that something's going on, that's when you need to start investigating. You don't, you don't necessarily have to give me a call or a mold expert a call right off the bat. Start doing your research and, and check places. You know, every spring and every fall, you need to make sure you change the batteries and smoke detectors. It's never a bad idea, um, especially this time of year in the spring, crawl up in the attic. I mean, we just noticed we have shingles missing on our roof that we're going to have to deal with. So crawl up there, see if you can smell it, see if you can see it. Um, but that's the biggest thing with the home is, is, if, if the sheetrock or concrete's cracking, moisture's causing that, and you have to have moisture in order to have a mold issue. So they kind of coincide with each other. So just just investigate things while they're minor so they don't turn into something major. That makes a lot of sense. I'm thinking about pets and mold and hidden places in your home. Do pets and plants and things like that, I know you talked about this in the mold epidemic, Plants and pets, how does that interact with places that mold can hide? So as far as pets, it would be the same concept as a stuffed animal. In their fur, they could have mold spores. Um, but speaking of pets, pets can be affected just like humans. Um, okay. 
I've had clients where they said they had a puppy and the puppy died. And we, we, we did, we did air testing and the, the mold levels were off the charts. So it, it can affect animals. Um, that's one thing to keep in mind that don't, if your dog's puking all the time, you might want to check and make sure you don't have a mold issue. Okay. And then plants. Oh yes. Plants. <laughs> you did ask that. <laughs> so the, the problem you have with plants is, is, so when the leaves fall off and they start to decay, they can, they can give off mold spores. Um, so that's obviously a concern. And there, there are plants that people will say these plants are great inside a home because they kill mold and attract mold spores and you just buy this plant. Well, it's just kind of like buying snake oil. So <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it, but, but the reason so, and I didn't mention this with pets and it reminded me with plants. So the concern I have with plants is, a lot of people, you know, they want to put them in their, their kitchens or their bathrooms. And I've seen a lot that are in bathrooms. And so you're in a, you're in a really tight, confined area. And what do you do with that plant? You have to water it all the time. So what's the best friend with mold? It's water. So the concern I have with plants is the watering. If, if you're going to have them, make sure you have a drip pan below them so that you're not every day, you're just putting a little bit of moisture into your carpets, but if you keep doing it all the time, you're going to have a mold issue. And it's the same way with pet bowls. Um, so their water bowl, make sure that it's somewhere where it can't cause a moisture intrusion concern or you have a drip pan below it. Really good tip. So as we wrap this episode, what is one major tip you have for people when it comes to hidden mold that you can't see? Uh, so once again, when you're doing things like most people don't, think about this, but when you're cleaning your baseboards or you're dusting and you see that there's ab, it's, it's abnormal. There's, it might be a water stain. It might look like it's mold. Mold is many different colors, but pay attention when, when you're doing things like that, um, pay attention to that. And then on top of that, as far as hidden mold, for the most part, yes, it's behind walls, but there are many other things you can be looking for, like we talked about earlier. Crawl up in your attic routinely. Go down in your crawl space. Um, in your mechanical room, check in, you know, in the corners where you normally aren't going to see anything and make sure that there's no mold issues. Very cool. Well, you heard it from the mold expert himself. Do your due diligence and investigate the issues. We will catch you guys on the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.